This is Dr. Kate Eckert with the Form, Function, and Flow Lab podcast. I'm a chiropractor, yoga instructor, anatomy junkie, and movement educator. And I am looking forward to exposing you to all sorts of ways that you can prehab your body to avoid injury and maintain those hobbies, activities, sports that you love to do. And we'll also be focusing a lot on the pregnant and postpartum journey and making sure that you can return to those activities that you love or even keep doing them while you're pregnant. All right. So we're here today with Michelle, who has helped me a ton with, I just had an appointment with her last month, slowly starting to work on myself, but I'll hand it over to her so she can introduce herself and let you all know all about her. All right. Yeah, I'm Michelle Kunzelman, and I am a doctor of naturopathy here in Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania. Um, I've been in practice for several years in Grove City, but recently started my own practice here in Slippery Rock and just kind of getting started uh, with going out on my own, being able to have a little bit more flexibility in my schedule. So it's been exciting to make this big move forward. I studied at um, Trinity School of Health. And I have a couple of certifications through them, uh, certified natural health practitioner, as well as a certified health specialist, and then the um, doctor of naturopathy. And I love the world of naturopathic medicine because it looks at the emotional, the physical, the spiritual. We can see the, how they're all interconnected. And so that's a, my heartbeat is to walk with people on a journey. It's mm-hmm. not this like you know, race, you're going to be on a journey your whole life, there's going to be things that affect you in the process. And so just kind of walking with people and helping them understand um, the beauty of their design, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's not making mistakes, but it's responding to what's going on around it. And Mm -hmm. so we don't have to be reactive, we can respond to it. And Mm -hmm. so um, that's really the the heartbeat of how I practice here in Slippery Rock. So sure. it's exciting to talk about this topic because I have personally dealt mm-hmm. with uh, the topic that Dr. Kate asked me to um, walk through the day today um, of postpartum depression. I dealt yeah. with it after my second pretty intensely. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and it can. I mean, from what I've witnessed in my office, it seems like it you know can come at all different levels. Mm-hmm. So, but you shouldn't kind of, I feel like you shouldn't brush aside. If you feel like yours is minor, you should still reach out and try to try to get it addressed. So yeah, I see a lot of postnatal prenatal um, patients in the office. And I thought um, a lot of the stumbling blocks for my patients when we're doing the musculoskeletal rehabbing their core, integrating, working on their scars, doing pelvic floor work, all that stuff is sometimes like adrenal fatigue or hormone imbalances. And those kind of things really slow the progress down. So I think integrating with what you do really helps bring things full circle. So if you want to Awesome. Really excited about what you're doing. I have a few clients that we share. So that's always uh, fun to kind of learn what's happening on that end. And it's just such a, um, I love the, you know, I always look at our health as like the team that walks us. It's like, you know, who's on my team, what chiropractor, what physical therapist, what, whatever, whoever needs to be a part of my team. And that team can be different at different stages of life. Um, But uh, I think you touched on some really important factors. Um, And people say, you know, what what can we do for 
uh, postpartum depression. You know, just to clarify, we, you know, as naturopathic practitioners, we don't treat or diagnose any particular uh, situation or um, we don't work with a particular diagnosis. We work on supporting mm-hmm. the body. So it's a little bit different than what you might find in allopathic medicine where they're like, okay, this is your problem. Let's go after the problem. Uh, mm-hmm. We work on supporting the body and the mind in that mm-hmm. process. So of whatever you're facing. So yes. the beauty of naturopathic medicine is when you come, like if someone to come see me, um, we may do something because your major issue is maybe postpartum depression, but in that process, all these other things in the body start to heal because it's all connected. Mm-hmm. So very different, uh, takes a little longer uh, mm-hmm. sometimes, but um, very well worth the, the the journey and you learn so much in the process. I love to educate. So I don't just have my clients leave with a handful of supplements. Every client knows why they're taking what they're taking. Nothing mm-hmm. is just a, like, do what I say. It's a conversation mm-hmm. and uh, just learning about you and you learning, you know, about me. So, uh, and how, how I practice with you. So I think that that's really um, yeah. important relation. It's a relationship. It's, it's not just a, you know, mm-hmm. here's yeah. what you need to do. Um, but postpartum depression, you know, when people say, Hey, what can I do about postpartum depression? You know, I want to take you back before you get pregnant, because if we can catch it there, we're going to be in a much better situation. And mm-hmm. I recognize that we can't always catch it there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that if you have the opportunity to plan your pregnancies, um, you have a little bit of a heads up, than if you have some surprises, um, mm-hmm. I had some surprises. I had three babies in three years and, uh, my first was much sooner than I expected. Got married, was hoping to have like a year or two without uh, getting pregnant, got pregnant six weeks after we got married. Uh, so not, not a lot of prep time was pretty nutrient deficient, um, coming up to pregnancy. So I think, you know, when you look at the situations, like as a practitioner, when I watch someone come to me, there's some pretty um, consistent attributes to each person that comes to see me with a situation like postpartum depression. If I look at their history, um, most often they have been uh, really nutrient depleted before they've come to see me. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe they have some gut dysbiosis, some you know problems with their gut. Mm-hmm. Um, pre-pregnancy that are causing them to have poor assimilation of their nutrients. And so I think that that is, um, if we can start to work on that ahead of time, we know that a lot of our feel-good hormones are created in the gut. Our serotonin, 85 to 95% of our serotonin is created in the gut. And so if the gut's not in great shape ahead of time and doesn't have all the nutrients it needs to send those, those hormones uh, to the brain, then we are going to have some, some problems once (laughs) we uh, go through all that the baby needs and pulls from us during pregnancy. Um, So if we can, you know, plan a little bit, which we don't always get to do, then I like to do that with my clients. I like to, you know, go in and, and really repair any of the leaky gut kind of issues we might have and really flood the body with nutrients ahead of time. Mm -hmm. We end up with much better outcomes post-pregnancy when we get uh, 
the opportunity to do that when we deal with stress ahead of time, we can have good support for stress hormones. Um, and we get to walk that even during pregnancy. Somebody think, oh, you can't take supplements other than a prenatal during pregnancy. That's just not true. You do need to be careful. Um, don't go out there and, you know, read on the internet and just grab the first thing that pops up for your particular situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely different during pregnancy, but it's not um, like you have to like starve yourself of, of targeted nutrients during pregnancy. And then suddenly you can, you know, take, take, different, different nutrients, nutrients or nutrients. And so I would say fundamentally in my practice, I do use herbs, but most of what I use is nutrient based. Um, and then with herbs kind of like as our, you know, where we need to fill in gaps and there are some great ones uh, that we can use during pregnancy. It's just a matter of, you know, working with your practitioner, your provider, and making sure we're all on the same page and we all understand what we're doing. And it's not like you've got everybody working, going different directions. I think that that's a really important um, component of walking things out. So, um, but, you know, let's just be real. Most of us don't get to plan that great for pregnancies. I don't know too many people that were like, I wanted this pregnancy to happen here. And I just like did yeah. it all perfectly. And, you know, um, so let's just be real in that, that sometimes we're going to end up in hard situations uh, where we where you know, you went through a hard pregnancy. I had terrible um, hyperemesis, gravidarum, mm-hmm. I think that's the diagnosis all through my first pregnancy, um, was hospitalized several times for dehydration and nutrient depletion. Um, and, um, you know, had uh, one baby and then, um, struggled post, you know, a little bit with her. Then I got pregnant again. <laughs> and yes, I know how that happens. Um, <laughs> I got pregnant again, uh, and she was 10 months old. And so after my second baby, that's when I really struggled with postpartum depression and it was bizarre and you feel like you're losing your mind. Mm-hmm. And I just want to like sit with you in a minute for that. Cause it's really hard mm-hmm. and you feel like you're not a good mom. All of this shame and junk can come flooding in mm-hmm. um, and you can feel really desperate and almost like I can't tell anybody this because people are going to think I'm a terrible mom. And um, you know, if you tell someone that you're struggling like that and they brush it off, they're just not the kind of person you tell stuff to find somebody else to tell the things to mm-hmm. um, because that will listen and walk with you in that. So from an emotional perspective, build your team of friends and loved ones that will walk with you in wherever you're at. Even if you felt like you were going to yell at your child because you felt so torn up mm-hmm. and you're like, what's wrong with me? I want to yell at my crying baby. Like that's what people experience. It's real life. And you just want to scream or go in a hole or run away. I remember like both babies upstairs down for naps, both crying downstairs, laying on my living room floor, sobbing my eyes out, thinking all I want to do is get in the car and leave. Mm -hmm. And that is real depression, post postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. It could be an extreme like that. And it can just be like those nagging thoughts that happen every day. And um, so neither one, both of them are symptoms of a problem. Mm -hmm. Um, Both of them are symptoms of 
whether it's emotional, whether it's physical, it's almost always a combination of both, mm-hmm. but um, neither should be ignored. The nagging or the, mm-hmm. you know, it, you don't need to power through it. In fact, yeah. that is the very worst thing you can do for postpartum depression is to just mm-hmm. power through it. Very worst thing because it won't work. And then you'll feel worse about it. Uh, so um, you need to take time when you have the, you know, if this is going on for more than a week or so, granted, post delivery, you're going to have the ups and downs. You might just have to ride the wave. But um, there are some really key things you can do to give your body what it needs to be able to walk it, walk through it. I'm not saying every day is going to be perfect. There are just hard things about a newborn. Um, But there are some really key things that we can do to support our bodies. And if you have a plan, and uh, mm-hmm. you have somebody walking with you, that's ideal. Not everybody can afford that or walk that out with someone. So I, I would like to give some like key kind of fundamentals that are really important um, from a nutrient perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, because we have this whole disruption of the hormones after delivery. So everything's been firing one way and then that baby comes out and the body's like, whoa, what just happened? Mm-hmm. And so... Um, and you're exhausted and you don't feel like cooking and people feed you crud. They drop, you know, junk meals off at your house. If you're lucky, maybe they're not dropping anything off your house. Um, and so all of the combination can, it can, you can have a perfect storm situation where like you're, you're just exhausted in every possible way. So I always have the practice of how do we make this as simple as possible for you? Um, and I do use some specific supplement lines that I've just found over the years work really well for that, that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want to make sure key nutrients are in place. Uh, we need good absorbable forms of methylated B vitamins. Mm-hmm. There are lots of studies that show that people that are prone to postpartum depression um, have in THFR mutations, which is a whole other subject for mm-hmm. a whole other day. But basically, in this instance, it refers to the assimilation of your B vitamins um, and how your body can break them down. So I, as a practice, use methylated forms of B vitamins mm-hmm. uh, with all my clients, whether you have that mutation or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is a huge link between um, you know, in, in practice, in clinical practice, there's some studies, uh, even from a medical perspective that verify that relationship with your, how you've been absorbing those B vitamins all your life. Mm-hmm. And then you get into a situation where your body really needs a lot of them and mm-hmm. you're not able to get them. So your prenatal should have a methylated form of B vitamins. If it just has folic acid, the chances of you absorbing that are rather slim. I forget the percentage, but you, I think it's something like you only absorb about 20% of that, but mm-hmm. a methylated form. So you should see methyl cobalamin. You should see you know, that uh, those, you should see that on your um, back, of your prenatal. Um, mm-hmm. There's a great one from nutritional frontiers called women's complete great for prenatal postnatal, uh, just mm-hmm. a great all around supplement um, there. I always tell people during pregnancy, I get it. I couldn't swallow pills either. I wanted to like gag all the time. So if I have to throw in a gummy during that time, one that I choose most frequently for clients is actually Smarty Pants's prenatal, organic prenatal. Mm -hmm. Um, It tastes yummy. Um, It's not, I 
it's not like the best vitamin ever, but I would rather get something, something. than nothing. Yeah. And they do use methylated forms of vitamins. Um, so if that's what you need to do during those early on nausea days mm-hmm. of pregnancy, um, then by all means, if that's how you can take it post-pregnancy because you're crazy busy and it just seems overwhelming, then please take that one um, because it's better than nothing. So, um, you know, making it doable is really important. You can have all the bottles on your shelf and all the nutrients in your fridge, but if you can't bring yourself to do it, then it does you no good. So uh, coming up with a plan, um, to make it doable. And I'm telling you, like it's, it's worth it to reach out to someone that will give you a plan that you can follow. And if it's overwhelming, you just say that's overwhelming. I'm not going to be able to do it. Um, don't feel like it's on a piece of paper and Mm -hmm. oh my goodness, I'm going to do this or else I fail. Like any good practitioner is going to be like, okay, what can we do? Mm -hmm. Like, where do we start? Let me walk with you. They're not going to be like, well, I'm sorry. You know, you came to me for this advice. And if you can't do it, then you're screwed. Like, (laughs) that's just not a good practitioner. Um, So let us walk that with you um, from that perspective. But um, so key nutrients, though, I wanted to So the B vitamins related to that is a lot of people post delivery are anemic. And uh, so mm-hmm. it's important to have those iron and ferritin levels checked. So iron is, you know, your hemoglobin is how it circulates in the blood. Um, mm-hmm. But the ferritin shows how it's getting to the organs and getting to where you really need it to function. So mm-hmm. we want that's just a really simplistic description of that. But that's what we need sure. in these situations. So mm-hmm. um you know, if you're going to a practitioner that only checks your hemoglobin, it might be a really good idea to ask for ferritin levels to be checked as well. Mm -hmm. um, Because that really shows how your body is able to mobilize iron in the body. Um, And I can have, I, I see it all the time. I see optimal hemoglobin levels and in the gutter ferritin levels. And those in the gutter ferritin level peoples are the people are the most exhausted people because it's just, it's almost worse because there's all this circulating iron in the blood that can actually be inflammatory Mm -hmm. if we are not able to like drive it the right direction. So Mm -hmm. ferritin is our good driver Mm -hmm. uh, that causes there not to be an end up a buildup. Um, so ferritin and iron, getting all your B, B vitamins checked. And just a little caveat with that. You can show high B vitamin. Um, you know, your B12 may show like high. That as a practitioner is an indicator to me that it's not driving correctly, not mm-hmm. necessarily that you are taking too many B vitamins. So I'm going to look at assimilation and gut health in that situation, mm-hmm. not necessarily pull you down off of the B vitamin. I'm going to say, okay, we, do we have a good one? If we do, then we need to deal with the gut so that it can basically send it where it needs to go to mm-hmm. be used for you. So um, knowing those things as you're going in to get blood work, being informed with those things, it's not like, oh my goodness, I got to not take B vitamins. Like mm-hmm. maybe there's a reason that your body is not assimilating it correctly. Omegas, good, healthy fats. Mm-hmm. So important. Our brains are made of fats. So if we are struggling with any kind of depression, postpartum or otherwise, why would we not give our brains their key nutrient? Yeah. Um, so 
good healthy fats, avocados, avocado oil, good nuts and seeds. Hey, mamas, nuts and seeds are easy when you're nursing. Like Mm -hmm. get some nuts and seeds, grab a handful every time you nurse. Mm -hmm. Um, Put them, if you have a chair that you nurse in, I mean, once you have more than one, there's no nursing chair. Um, Yeah, it's like nursing house. You're like walking around nursing. I did that a lot. Um, But, uh, you know, put them somewhere where you're going to just grab a handful and make that part every time you nurse, grab a handful of nuts and seeds. Um, Chew them up all the way. Take your time with it. Um, That's probably an important tip for... So huge for moms. We get in this rush. Yeah. Yeah. All those enzymes are created in your mouth. Mm -hmm. And then when we're stressed, we deplete our um, beta hydrochloric acid, which is what breaks down all of our proteins and helps break down fats, helps break Mm -hmm. down carbohydrates. And so as your body is recovering from all the stress of labor and delivery and no sleep, it's even more important that you slow down. If that means slowing down your chewing, then we need to slow down the chewing. Um, mamas don't eat. New mamas don't eat well. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe I should put that that way. So slow it down. You can chew while you're nursing. Like mm-hmm. you, you can do it. Um, so uh just these little simple things that seem like no big deal, they really do make a big difference for mm-hmm. your nutrient assimilation. So yeah. um, we can have, uh, so, you know, basically there's, there's three elements that I look for with postpartum depression. I look for nutrient dep- uh, depletion and I look for adrenal and endocrine insufficiency. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we have the hypothalamus, and the pituitary, and then that sends information all downstream on what's supposed to happen um, with your you know, adrenaline, your cortisol, all of your reproductive hormones. That's all actually decided up here, but the pathway goes both ways. So when we have disruption or a change uh, downstream, it can send the wrong, uh, not the wrong, but it can see, send like a mixed up pathway going the other way as well. And where do we fix that? In the gut. We fix it in the gut because that's that's the pathway. So anytime you're looking at these issues with our health, we have to follow the pathway of disruption and support that pathway mm-hmm. back upstream, downstream, and upstream. Um, and so <clears throat> I like to use, you know, good digestive enzymes, good probiotics. Uh, sometimes I'll add something like GI Complete, which heals the gut lining. Mm-hmm. Um, for the pathway, but uh, there are some great herbs we can use to support the adrenals, to support the thyroid. If I have a mama that starts to show thyroid dysfunction, mm-hmm. my immediate thought goes to the adrenals because they're so heavily connected. Mm-hmm. So many times I support the adrenal, the thyroid goes right back in line. It's just that T3 um, you know, trying to work hard enough to handle the stress. We support that pathway. And then the thyroid's like, okay, I'm okay. Uh, So um, we do that sometimes with certain nutrients. I use a lot of ashwagandha in my practice. It's very, very safe typically. And again, I'm going to put that caveat. Typically ashwagandha is very safe during pregnancy and nursing. You'll want to verify that with your practitioner. Mm -hmm. Um, But um, 
it's a really good support. We can use things like L-theanine to support the mm-hmm. stress response in the body. Um, and there's some other things that we can do as well that are a little bit more intricate if we needed to, mm-hmm. but um, the foundation is nutrients. So we get those nutrients in. Sometimes we don't need to do this part here, but if we're really depleted, we may need to do both. And uh-huh. so that upstream downstream response is really important, but a good prenatal methylated form, we can, you know, most practitioners, um, OBGYNs, things like that are going to be okay with using some ashwagandha. You want to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. And then um, from a, a physical perspective of what, you know, I like to focus more on what we do than what we don't want to do. Mm-hmm. But sometimes we need to just have that little conversation about your caffeine intake. Um, yeah. <laughs> just a little conversation. I'm, you know, I'm a fan. Uh-huh. I, uh, I enjoy my cup of coffee a couple of times. A, well, I normally have one cup in the morning every once in a while, a second cup, just because it's relaxing to me. Mm-hmm. But um, caffeine is really hard on the adrenals. And mm-hmm. that's also going to affect the baby as well. So um, if you have a really fussy baby, some mm-hmm. people look at like all these nutrients. I'm like, well, let's look at your caffeine intake first, because that could yeah. actually be the the mm-hmm. issue. You go all pregnancy being like, you know, one cup of coffee a day and then you're exhausted and you're like, maybe three will be okay. Maybe four will be okay. So we want to look at that. Um, But real quick, the, um, what you said about the stuff you do for the adrenals for Mm -hmm. thyroid issues. um, I see a lot of my patients are on Synthroid. Right. Mm -hmm. Like a ton. And they, they don't seem to think you know, it's a mixed bag. Some people think right. it helps and other people are like, oh, I don't know. Right. It doesn't seem to help. So but, it will, it'll shift your blood work. Um, so <laughs> if you're treating just the blood work, it'll show that there's your levels are better in your basic blood work. So normally when you go to a traditional allopathic doctor, they'll check your TSH and your free T4. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, every once in a while, if you get a really good one, they'll throw in a T3. Mm-hmm. Um, but we really want to see like, you know, the whole panel. So there's a lot that goes into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but liver thyroxine, it, um, so the way that works in the body is it will raise your T4 um, higher, mm-hmm. but the T3 is basically, again, that distribution of the thyroid hormone. Mm-hmm. So Um, sometimes we end up with a clog. Sometimes people find they even feel worse when they Mm -hmm. start, uh, levothyroxine. So Mm -hmm. I am a a big proponent of if we have to do, um, uh, a pharmaceutical for the thyroid, I will always encourage my clients to ask for a natural desiccated form that works more synergistically with the body. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say 80% of the time, uh, when I support the thyroid, we end up not needing to go that When I support the adrenals, we end up not mm-hmm. needing to go the right, that route, but there's no shame in starting mm-hmm. if you need to do it. Yeah. Um, I like, you know, nature thyroid, uh, armor, um, WP thyroid was my absolute favorite thyroid support just because mm-hmm. of the way the pathways it used in the body, but they mm-hmm. reformulated that. And I haven't really brushed up on the reformulation, but um, uh, if you are taking thyroid support, even in the form of Synthroid or Levothyroxine, I, the adrenal support can actually help drive that 
where it's more helpful for you. Yeah. So you, you know, when we support that adrenal pathway, then we can sometimes support the use of the pharmaceutical. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, you know, it, it's not that you can only do one, you can right. do them together yeah. and sometimes one will help the other well, to work better. So. And I feel like they get discouraged when they take this, they think they're going to get yeah. like it didn't work I still feel right like, oh, that's good and I and I think sometimes you know we have a lot of things that affect the mood post-pregnancy um if you're like me and you're a mama who thought that nursing you would just drop all the weight in 22 seconds and mm-hmm. you would be fine like the your best friend mm-hmm. um it can be really disappointing and that can you know kind of really feed that depression and you just want to do anything to make that at least go away. And so people start dieting really early in the process of um, nursing and they actually create a a fight or flight response physically in the body and can make it worse. And when we understand what the fat cell does um, in for us, not against us, uh, it can help that thought process because the fat cell will open up when it's in need of nutrients and when it wants to get rid of toxicity. Mm-hmm. So, because the fat cell holds all of it comes in there. It's really cool. It comes in there and it'll hold the toxicity in the body so mm-hmm. that the body has time to deal with it. It'll also open up when it needs nutrients in the body. So um, the worst thing you can do postpartum for weight gain is to stop eating. Um, and to diet hard. Uh, It's really the worst thing you can do because the body is amazingly adaptive. So it will continue to keep that open cell so that it gets whatever nutrients it needs. And all you're going to do is frustrate yourself. So put good things in, you know, if it runs, if it swims, if it flies, if it grows, eat it, (laughs) eat the things that God made, and then trust that your body is doing what it's supposed to do. Um, and stop comparing yourself because that is the, like, that'll get you depressed faster than anything else. Um, my best friend, when I was having babies, she had babies. Like we literally had like one, two, three, four, five, six. So we just kept having babies. She would literally gain 60 pounds in a pregnancy and no kidding. It would all be gone in two months post pregnancy. And I would just be like, what the heck? But she ate her heart out during pregnancy. Mm -hmm. Um, she just like, I, I don't know. She was just like, she was like a horse. I couldn't believe it. I was so nauseous during pregnancy yeah. that I was like, um, yeah, no. Um, and so, uh, but amazingly post-pregnancy, she would drop it so fast. And that was super frustrating for me. But when I got into, when I started to realize the beauty of the fat cell, mm-hmm. I, it just kind of like, it was like a, uh, eye-opening to me that when my body, if I'm putting good things in, my body is still needing to be a certain size. It's mm-hmm. not doing something against me because it's God made it to take in those. Nothing's wrong with it. Mm-hmm. It's doing what it needs to do to protect me and to nourish me and to nourish my babies. And so mm-hmm. um, just, just settle back a little bit, just because your friend went down to their size six post-pregnancy yeah. um, doesn't mean that's what your body needs to do. Mm-hmm. And um, so you know, hang on to the, your body is created mm-hmm. perfectly for you and adapted for you. And that will take like whew, a huge load off because yeah. I've 
you rarely meet, I would say one in 10 women that I see uh, with postpartum um, doesn't have a weight component to that. So I'd say yeah. 90% um, the weight component is is heavily weighing on them mentally and emotionally. Um, mm-hmm. If you recognize it as a good thing, not yeah. a bad thing. I was probably I was probably a uh, weird, not that kind of a case. I gained probably twenty pounds, if that, with both kids, right. and I was like smaller after delivery. Like mm-hmm. it just dropped off. But then my kids weren't good sleepers, so I felt uh-huh. like I didn't gain any weight. Really, I was the same size when I got done. But then that year of Chinese water torture or whatever, you know, the, the, <laughs> the torture, sleep deprivation, the sleep yes. deprivation yeah. caused me to then seem to be bigger than right after delivery. Right. right. So it was very different. And that explains I mean, exactly what we talked about. So the cortisol response in the body came to the rescue. It, I know it didn't feel like it, but it came to the rescue. And it was like, oh my goodness, we need to open up these cells. We need more nutrients to handle the depletion that's happening mm-hmm. from the constant, um, you know, what the body's asking for. Yes. So, um, you know, we we're, we're made to put on a little extra fluff for stressful times. And so mm-hmm. when we, you know, we can fight it. And I'm telling you, everybody I know that, that really fights it hard ends up with a worse situation. I'm definitely a poster child for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and where God keeps bringing me is like, Michelle, just eat what your body needs and let, let it do what it's supposed to do. And mm-hmm. um, as I've let go of that, it's like I'm healing mm-hmm. and, um, you know, letting go of what I think my body needs to look at, like for a particular season and just being like, you know what, what it's doing today is awesome. And, um, because it's keeping me alive today yeah. and, uh, what it does tomorrow might be different and still awesome. So, uh, it almost gives you freedom to make better choices, um, mm-hmm. because you're not in this constant shame cycle. We know that doesn't feed anything good mm-hmm. in the body or the mind. Uh, so really encourage people to just take a deep breath, lots of deep breaths, um, and, uh, make sure that you're, you're just, you realize you're in a season mm-hmm. and, um, that season is going to be what it is. I mean, you can try to force your children to sleep at night, but I'm telling you, like, they're going to do what they're going to do. Um, and so there's things that you can do. Absolutely. Um, but at the end of the day, like just ride it out. And the, the less stressed you get into it, my first was a terrible sleeper at first. I mean, it was, oh, really? it was torture. And then I just like, by the time I had my third, he was still a terrible sleeper and I had two other ones, but I just was like, you know, he's not going to be this age forever. And I just yeah. kind of wrote it out. I stopped trying to like force sleep into that child and, um, you know, we were all happier and, uh, Mm -hmm. it wasn't like ideal. I was a little groggy for a few years. Um, but, uh, that season is, is gone for me. My kids are, you know, now out of that stage and they still occasionally don't sleep, but that's between them and their bedrooms. <laughs> they still crawl into our bed at night. And I'm like, I don't want to. But I, I think that, and maybe that's not the answer for you. I did strict sleep training with my oldest. 
and I did not strict sleep, not training with my youngest. Mm-hmm. Um, and my middle is probably the most balanced and all of that. Um, but, uh, and that reflects in their sleep habits today. So, um, but it doesn't, my oldest is much more stressed and anxious, um, mm-hmm. in general. So I, um, uh, you know, just ride it out. It's, it's not going to be forever. And people used to tell me that. And I was like, yeah, you're not walking what I'm walking right now. And you're right. We're not, uh, <laughs> I'm not in that phase right now. Um, okay. I look at it with fond, like, I wish I could have taken that when people would say that and like actually have it sink in. Um, and now I just look at it with like, you know, well, we made it and you will you'll make it. Uh, but don't feel like you have to ignore these symptoms. You know, everything's a symptom that, you know, you're experiencing, whether it's weight gain post-pregnancy or, you know, emotional ups and downs and mood swings, um, lack of, you know, some people, I got to the point where I couldn't sleep post-pregnancy. Like I, my kids would be asleep. And it was like, mm-hmm. I, that was when I was like, you know, so there, that's an indicator of the adrenals working really hard during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, and know. even like you're like, I think people think postpartum and they think the first six months or the first year, Mm-mm. like My I hope. haven't, yeah, I haven't addressed the adrenals properly and my son's going to be two in two weeks right. and I'm just now right. you know, being like, okay, I need better, better, better support sleep. Yeah. Right. I think that, um, we, uh, for me, so with my first, I didn't really have time to understand what was happening with my adrenals. Cause I got pregnant again with my, <laughs> with my second. I was a total mess, oddly getting pregnant again. Um, got, I got pregnant when she was eight months old. Again, I do not recommend this method. Um, but uh, with Pierce, with my youngest, I was just so aware of what I had done. Like, I was like, oh my goodness, my body is a wreck. So I did not fight like putting nutrients post pregnancy with him. Mm-hmm. Um And, uh, I did some, you know, really good supportive stuff and I did not deal with postpartum depression with Pierce, um, within the first two years. But I will say if you fast forward like two and a half years, like once I stopped nursing, Mm -hmm. it kind of all hit me. Um, and so we don't really call it postpartum depression, you know, in our society at that point, we just think that we've lost our minds and we (laughs) don't have it together and, you know, we're a mess and, nobody can possibly know what a mess we are. Um, but, um, your body, your body did something awesome in pregnancy Mm -hmm. and in taking care of those babies when they're little. So give it a little love, you know, when Mm -hmm. you finally get to the point that you can, Mm -hmm. I know you're at that place. I, it took me like almost dying of COVID to get to the place where I was like, maybe I don't need to work a billion hours a week. maybe I can have my own practice and work two days a week. Like maybe I can slow this down a little bit for a season and give my body some time to like catch up with the chaos of babies in three years about with Lyme's disease, you know, husband Mm -hmm. going through some deep depression and literally being on a ventilator from COVID, like maybe, maybe now's the time. Um, That's that's an awesome transition. I don't know if you mentioned it earlier, but you made the transition from your 
practice at Grove City to your private practice after yeah. your huge hospitalization yeah. with COVID. So yeah. yeah, yeah, that was a big a big life changer. It's one of those things where. Um, you just kind of reevaluate. I was so stressed and working mm-hmm. so hard and so many hours. Um, and, you know, I had some pre-existing situations going on in my body mm-hmm. and it was kind of the perfect storm. I was taking care of literally everybody but myself, um, yeah. my kids, my mm-hmm. clients, people that walked mm-hmm. into the store where I was working. Yeah. I was going COVID was some people slowed down during COVID COVID for me is like this big explosion in my world. Like the, the COVID shutdown and all that. I was working mm-hmm. like crazy. We were calling constantly, texting constantly. I walked mm-hmm. so many th- people through support for their bodies during COVID. And mm-hmm. by the time it hit mine, there was nothing left. I was so depleted. Uh, so, uh, you know, God really used that to put me in hospital bed and have me like really look at my life and really see like, is this really how I want to continue in this kind of a frenzy? Um, And sometimes we have those moments again, I, I must just have to wind that way. Uh, But uh, really taking that time to just say like, I, I think that, you know, you think as a mom that you have to be the one for everyone, everything your child needs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I carried that over to every relationship. I had to be the one that helped everybody that needed something. <laughs> and mm-hmm. um, God, I mean, just going through all of that, it's like, no, like he loves them more than I do. And there's other people that love uh, the people mm-hmm. that I care about. And um, it doesn't mean that it has to be what I carry. And I can trust that you know, God can lead me in what I do need to walk in. Yeah. And uh, it's really been transforming for me <laughs> to kind of see it differently. Uh, I'm less stressed than I've, I really, maybe my whole life, um, even pre-kids, because I'd always been like a type A, like driven yeah. freak. And um, I just, at this point, just feel really at rest with you know, okay, what's on today's agenda and just walking it out and trusting that even if that bothers someone or offends someone that, mm. you know, they can have, the, they, they have the opportunity to walk that out too. Yeah. And I can just rest in the fact that it's not about me, but mm. I can't be any help to anyone. <laughs> I mean, it right. got to the point where like I was spinning my wheels um, and then like, you you know, relatively useless. So, um, you know, I, uh, we have one life and, and God has purpose for that life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it may not be as complicated and crazy as we think it is. And so that's really where I've come around to. And now mm-hmm. I put good nutrients in and I, um, you know, my weight is not what I would have loved for it to be, but I am like happy with the fact that my body did what it needed to do and had the stories yeah. it needed to get me through the hard stuff. And I trust that when it's supposed to do um, something different that it will, but right now today I'm good to go. So yeah. I think that, you know, there's, there's joy and rest and peace when you let go. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we sometimes fight that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I have. Awesome. So you, I just wanted to put out there that you yeah. treat all different yeah. things, not just right. the postpartum mom, no. but you you do the whole gamut. So, okay. um, 
And what are your days in your office? Yeah. So right now, just through the summer, I'm only working Mondays and Thursdays. So, so mm-hmm. I can spend time with my kiddos the other day. Days in the fall, we'll be adding some more days. I do have, you know, typically an opening or two a week. So um, you can reach out on harborofhopehealingservices.com mm-hmm. um, and make an appointment there or give us a call at 72437 yeah. yeah, I will get all your stuff and link oh, it cool. in the show. Yeah. So that should be good. You're awesome. Yeah. Good. You can reach out and if I uh, love to walk with you, but yeah, even awesome. just incorporating these key things can just be huge. For yeah, you. I know Kate, perfect. you have some access to some of these nutrients as well. So I can link those for you as well. Um, awesome. I can give you those links. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Okay. Bye. Have a good one. You too. Bye-bye. I look forward to working with you guys. And if you have any topics that you'd like discussed, make sure to comment below and let me know because I'd be happy to share all the knowledge that I have on those issues.